0: Hello and welcome to The Scaling Edge. This is the internet talk program that focuses on the hard-won lessons of battle-hardened entrepreneurs. Uh, Guests are here to give you one or two pieces of value that you can take away to scale and uh, to scale your business or your life. We have Jamie today. Jamie provides a service that is unfortunate and necessary and he can help you prepare In case of a divorce, nobody wants to think about it. It's not fun. Prenups occur and all that stuff. But what happens when you're a business owner, you're running a company, and things don't work out with your marriage? Do you have a new partner? Is somebody on your board telling you what to do, dictating policy? We're going to find out today. I am your host, Michael Brooks. Max is here. Oh, yeah. Excited to be here. Yes. (laughs) Max is is a subject Max wants to know a lot about because he wants to help people. He wants to help people protect themselves. Jamie Lima, thank you for being a part of our program. Thank you for being on The Scaling Edge. We appreciate it. Can you tell us a little bit about how you became an expert in this field?
1: Thank you for having me. I, I appreciate the the time. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, unfortunately, went through a pretty devastating divorce of my own back in 2017, and you know, it took about a year or so to get through that, and <clears throat> it was very, very challenging. And and at, I'm, I'm by trade. I'm a certified financial planner. I've been one for for years. I've been a financial planner for almost twenty years now. And even as a financial planner, there were some financial mistakes that I made and some decisions that I made in my own divorce. Which, I, looking back now, I'm like, oh, wow, why did I do? Why did I do that? And I decided uh, a short while thereafter that I was going to go out and get a designation called the Certified Divorce Financial Analyst designation to add to my. Toolbox, so to speak, and since then I've been helping a lot of people, including a lot of business owners, navigate the nuance, financial nuances of their own divorce, and um, mostly stemming from my own experiences uh, personally.
0: Um. Yeah. So, how did that? How did that impact you? What was one? Sorry to hear about your divorce, but people don't get it. It's uh, it's better. Like it's always better after. But they are difficult. I I didn't uh, legally marry my wife, but I considered her my wife. We had kids together. We just never legally married. And thankfully, we were able to navigate uh, through our separation amicably. Um, And that was that was really wonderful. But it was uh, it still is very challenging. It's painful when you have emotions and external things that have nothing to do with business or assets that are like, well, now you have power and and this is painful um, so it it becomes a real it becomes a real challenge and then when you but i've seen other horror stories like i've seen another guy who just provided for his family did really well and his wife just tortured him and she did nothing i cannot say that about the woman i called my wife she 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 did a lot for our family and for our business so i was like okay let's be more than fair but i've seen this this other guy who did not properly prepare Get absolutely destroyed and it, it just doesn't seem like there's a right balance. So I guess what's your thought? Should we outlaw marriage? Should people get married? Can you sell it? And, and I mean, I'm I'm kind of being I'm, I'm being kind of serious because there's there seems to be a groundswell of movement going. Why should we have the government even sanction marriage at all? I mean, when people argue for or against things like gay marriage, I'm like, you're, you're not really arguing for or against one thing or the other. What you're both arguing for <coughs> is an omnipotent source that recognizes your existence as a, as a unit. And do you really need that? Do people need that? And is it good for either party? Or can you make a contract that says, here's how you're going to be taken care of in these types of scenarios? to where you can just bypass the the term marriage altogether?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. I And, and as you, you know, the first first part of that question there, the first, the, the thing that came to mind was for pretty much everything in your life, you need to have some level of education and experience to be able to formally do something, right? Like I even need to get, I need, I need to go through training to be able to get a driver's license. Yet, I can, you know, you and everybody, anybody else and your significant other can walk into a local facility, sign a document that gives you the license to marry without any formal training. And it's kind of like also like like having kids, right? Nobody tells you how to do this, how to do this stuff. I remember driving home with, you know, with our our first child, 35 miles an hour on the freeway because I was so panicked about, about having that experience. And now I have another person I'm responsible for here. There's no training for that. I, I think they they make you go through one exercise where they teach you how to you know put on a diaper and swaddle, but that's that's about it. So so I'm I'm all for. I, I think that's the that's the thing that's missing is that no one no one goes through any real training in preparation for marriage because you know it's all rainbows and butterflies and everything's going to be wonderful and I'm so in love and then fifty percent of the people that are walking this planet. Are going to get a divorce, and then if you remarry, and if you remarry, it's going to be seventy percent.
0: And and even the married people, they're they're stuck in a financial agreement. A lot of some of them are have wonderful marriages and are very happy. But my experience is that's eh, a pretty small percentage. A lot of them are just there, and they're like ah okay, or they're doing their own thing or what have you. And and yeah, there's no playbook. There's no love maps. There's no Hey, here's how. Instead of creating a, an agreement, which uh, lawyers love, a prenup, it's like here's our marriage map. Here's how we can create a better union. Here's how we can be perfect with each other and support each other. And and and, and yeah, there might be exit clauses one way or another, but um, it, it seems like the entire contract needs to be redone.
1: Absolutely. And I, and I and on the flip side of that, the if you think about the way that people Disband their marriage through the through the court system and what have you. It, you're, you're, it's a process, and I, I say this all the time to the clients that I work with. You're going through the gauntlet through the court system uh, that we call the co- the court system that is designed to process criminals, <laughs> and and so you have you have. And it's just so you agreed.
0: Marriage should be outlawed, is what you're saying.
1: Uh, I, I wouldn't <laughs> say it should be outlawed. I, I have since remarried, um, and I will tell you the second go around is the is is definitely a lot different than the first time. And I think you learn a lot about yourself and what you're looking for in life. And I, I'm absolutely you know 15 plus years more mature as well. But in general, it's a very disjointed process.
0: Alright, so let's get to it. So what do people do if they're thinking about getting married? And uh, I, by the way, I'm going as Al Bundy for, for Halloween, just to, <laughs> <laughs> never married. For, for those, kind of aged myself there, married with children's fans. But so somebody's thinking about getting married, they're, they're in that process. What's the best prep they can do so that they can set up their business and their life so that they don't have to worry if if it doesn't work out, they have a, a good process to segue, to segue out.
1: I'm biased, but I really believe this is the truth. I feel, I tell everyone this, you need to start to, when you think you're going to drop the dreaded D word, you need to start thinking about creating team you. I, I tell, I say this all the time. I should be the first, someone like myself, a certified divorce financial analyst should be the first call. And the reason I say that is because we can we can triage the situation from a financial perspective, and help you strategize on what the next best steps could potentially be for your situation. With a little bit of guidance from myself on the financial planning side, and helping you organize your finances and create a strategy around your finances, and a little bit of co- of coaching from some there there are divorce coaches out there that you can work with that will help you navigate. The legal gauntlet that I mentioned earlier, but also the emotional aspect of things, and and help you create a strategy for yourself. And you don't necessarily need an attorney to help you figure those things out. What I've seen historically is that if you with again with a little bit of coach, uh, coaching from that uh, a divorce coach and help on the financial side, we can usually get people to to a uh, through this process and in a get through it in a fair and equitable way, without having to pay thousands upon thousands of dollars to attorneys. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I can appreciate the work that attorneys do. And I can. Appre- I, I have an attorney on my team on the, on the wealth management side of the business that I, I, I run here. I also have some very good friends that are attorneys. But what is their job? Their job is to get you from point A to point B, which is through the divorce process, and frankly, rack up billable hours along the way so they can feed their family. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it doesn't necessarily mean you need to leverage. You need to just go directly to an attorney, pay a $5,000 or $10,000 retainer, and then let them try to figure it all out. Because a lot of attorneys that I know don't know the difference between a stock and a bond and a 401k and a, and a, a limited partnership and you know, an LLC and everything else. They just don't, that's not their area of expertise. So if we can help with on the financial aspect of things and then eventually if you need to get to the, you know leverage an attorney for the legal aspect, you can certainly do so. First things first is call someone like myself.
0: So you say divorce coach or consultant over an attorney first.
1: I would recommend that.
0: And then that way you can save a lot. I and mean, if it eventually goes to legal, you have the plan that you want because the lawyer, exactly. gonna, let's look at everything. Let's get through all your finances, probably at a bit of a higher rate. They're going to try and uh, yeah, they they say that's, that's who profits and, and divorces is typically divorce attorneys.
1: That's who um, profited in mine, and and he came to my he came to my when I was married for the second time. He came to my wed- our wedding ceremony because that's how we became friends over the course of that of time. But we were talking. we tens of thousands of dollars that we paid him, mostly unnecessarily.
0: Unnecessary. So why was it unnecessary?
1: <sighs> Mainly because there was a lot of disagreement. On the financial aspect of things, and depending on who you deal with, right? Depending on the the other the person who's on you know your ex spouse and when how they how they behave, they can make things expensive and challenging. And unfortunately, you know, when you were talking about your friend and and, and the and the person that you know that went through the complete op- had the complete opposite experience of the experience that you had. Unfortunately, that was my experience, and and. It was it was most of it was unnecessary. Um not and when mind you get me.
0: emotions and when you get emotions in there,
1: it makes it even more challenging. You're a hundred percent accurate. If 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 there's any major takeaway from this conversation that we have today, it is to leave the emotions at the door. As business owners, as as professionals, we have no problem doing that in our day to day. I can make I can make hiring and firing decisions, I can I can make business decisions, financial decisions, whatever no problem because I have blinders on, I know what's in the best interest of my business and my employees and I can make those decisions pragmatically. However, when we start involving ourselves with the the person that we we know and we love and we're try- and now we're trying to decouple so to speak, a lot of emotions get involved. So if I were to give you any advice, and you're you going through this experience, I would say, Michael, you are the you are now the CEO of Michael Incorporated, and you need to be making decisions like you're the you're a business owner in this particular divorce. When emails come your way, you're going to respond very pragmatically, one word answers, two word answers, three sentences max, and send that email back and be on with your day. Don't get involved with the emotions of things and so on. Don't let you know text messages come through and derail you. Don't everything you say, say email and text with your ex spouse. I would, I would eventually, I I would pretend like that is going to be put on some screen somewhere in the court of law in front of a judge one day. Because if you get that far, it could happen. So you want to? it, It is all evidence and all. It can all be brought into the court of law. So make sure every text, email, and.
0: That makes sense. Like you said, you're going in to where they prosecute crimes, right? And that's. And everything you say can and use be used against you. You write every text, every communication as if you're going to eventually be reading it in front of a judge.
1: 1000% accurate.
0: Okay, so. That's a process. That's a good That's a good piece of advice. That's a really good uh, note that I think can help people that are going through or could potentially go through that type of painful action. And if they think they're going to be going through that, maybe they go do a little bit of uh, text message cleanup, but also on top of that, um, go through and, and, and know that that's how you really should be communicating going forward. And we haven't touched on the kids because that's a totally separate episode. Uh, that's totally separate scenario. And it's dealt with separately. Um, but what about someone who's thinking about the M word, right? Somebody who's thinking about getting into the marriage game and is all starry eyed in love and says, "You know what? This is the person, and da da da, and their love, and blah blah blah, and they want to get uh, this union. How do they? How do they create that ounce of protection so they don't have to have a pound of cure?"
1: If it were me, and I were a business owner going into that, having that experience, I would, I would simply, and this is very, very simple to do. You have a set of these are my accounts, these are your accounts, and these are our accounts. So we maybe you have a joint checking account where you're everybody's putting money into the joint checking account, and that's where you're paying your joint joint bills. But the moment that you start to commingle money into joint and, and and you go from single name assets to joint name assets and you co-mingling those and and creating a community property scenario that's when you can shoot yourself in the foot
0: that's that's the key so i have an uncle that was married six times he really liked it he liked the process of <laughs> being he married he's a little little bit of a, an eccentric guy and, and and two two celebrities in there um that he married he uh he said you know Michael, when, cause I was engaged once when I was working with him and he said, it's, and I did the prenup and it was, a, we didn't end up getting married. This is a long, long time. I mean, 20 years ago, he said, it's, it's not even so much about the prenup. It's, it's how you conduct yourself financially within the marriage. So the same thing you did. And I mean, he's got more experience in getting divorced than you do by a wide margin. He said, Six times. Who does that? Who gets... Well, it's six marriages. He's, he's been married, uh, I think, well, well over ten years, and he's very young.
1: so. So there you go. He, he's the male he, version of Elizabeth. Was Elizabeth Taylor? Which, how many times is she married? Eight times.
0: Yeah. So yeah, he, the... he he figured it out the last <laughs> time. Um, and 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 good for him for doing that. But he, he said it, the same thing you did. You keep everything separate. You've got to keep your finances separate. You want one joint account? Great, but. She has an account. You have an account. You can have a joint account. In any lifestyle that you are providing, um, you're going to be required. And and I was in California at the time. I think they made a law in California that said a man cannot pay more than seventy six percent of his income in child support and alimony. It was, it was something like that because guys were ended up committed to more than that what they made, and then they were in violation of that. And they're like, dude, the market changed. Like. I was the mortgage business did this. I I can't pay anymore. And, and there they would, they would be in default and it became a big nasty nightmare. So two things, two big pieces of information. If you're going into marriage, conduct yourself financially separate and understand that the lifestyle that you're providing, you're going to continue to provide, even if you don't continue to be married that's that's be prepared for that it's depending on your relationship with your spouse um and then the second is uh get a coach obviously but take emotion out of it and look at every communication as if you're going to be reading it in front of a judge cuz it's very likely that if the other sweet loving beautiful person that you're with uh has has pain and frustration and confusion it could likely go that way and and that's and that's a reality. And it's it's an unfortunate reality. And usually it, it comes back down, especially if you have kids and there's there's a time period of of real challenge and struggle. And then it kind of comes down and then you go, OK, we got through all the nastiness. We got through everything. How you doing? You having a good day? Cool. hope hope things are well, safe travels. You get back to a friendly point. So for anybody who's going through that, it gets better. It, it does. It's like. I would probably liken it to getting kicked in the nuts, right? Like it's it's painful. And then it just keeps getting worse and worse. And it's worse because you know it's even gonna get worse. <laughs> like, it can't get worse than it does. And you're like, I know it's not done. And then it slowly starts to, to to subside. So I the same analogy doesn't work for women, but you get the you get the understanding. It hurts, but it gets better once it's over absolutely all right well uh thank you for being a part of our program thank you for sharing your wisdom we appreciate it uh if people want to get a hold of you if they if they if they want to either prepare or deal with what they have got going how how, what's the best way to get a hold of you
1: i would just visit the website uh the the website is uh, the the company is called allegiant divorce solutions so you can google us uh, allegiant divorce solutions the website is AllegiantDS, davidsam.com, AllegiantDS.com. All my contact information is on there. My cell phone number is on there. So you can call me, text me there. It's not a big deal. I'm happy to answer any questions people have. And um, you can set an appointment right on right on the calendar there um, if somebody's interested in talking.
0: Fantastic. We will throw that URL in the show notes. Jamie, thank you for being a part of our program. Thank you for being on The Scaling Edge. We appreciate it. And we look forward to seeing you soon. Cheers. Thank you
1: Thank you for having me.